0: Hi everyone, Air here. I'm dropping in with a quick little bonus episode that has to do with polarity. And quite frankly, I am not an expert on polarity whatsoever, but I'm highly interested in it. And it's something I find to be very spiritual when it comes to romantic relationships, as well as relationships between the different genders. Whether you identify as male or female, or whether you are talking about the energy within the masculine or the feminine, polarity exists for that push and that pull factor, both within us and with others. So I'm just going to tell a quick story last night, and we'll take it from there. I was at a beautiful cacao ceremony last night here in Miami, Florida. I've been traveling so much for 2023 that's the whole different episode I've been to 17 different countries and lived in three major cities during this time so right now in Miami I went to this beautiful cacao and sound bath healing inner work ceremony and After the ceremony, when our hearts are wide open and we've had a long time to meditate, ground ourselves, and refocus, I found myself both in ecstatic dance, but at one moment during the night, I found myself having a conversation with a gentleman. And I could tell that in this conversation, he was a little bit frustrated from the holidays he had just spent in Pennsylvania with his family. And I could tell that he was just really relieved to be back in his home of Miami. During our conversation, he shared something with me that I thought was very interesting in regards to polarity between his mother and himself. And it's something I've also been able to identify while I've been learning this work between myself and a partner that I really cared about And trying to understand our polarity at the time and reviewing some of my past relationships I've had with males as well as my father. And listening to this gentleman speak really did a full circle moment for me. And I feel like what I can share now will help men be able to better understand women so they won't get so frustrated. And also can teach women a little bit about how the male psyche operates. That way we can show up better and hold space whenever a male needs space. Because males do need space too. It's not just them holding the container for us to dance, but also making it safe for them to build the foundation. Okay, so getting back to it, I was talking with this man and he was telling me about conversation that he had with his mom during this conversation he told his mother that he had recently received a really awesome promotion at work and when he shared that his mother not sure what she was doing at the time physically but her reply was oh that's nice I also have a review coming up for my job and Even saying that and sharing that with you all and as he was sharing it with me gives that kind of like tense and easy feeling. And I'm not going to say that I have mastered this. Again, I'll tell you here in a moment that like it's a work in progress, but I was able to identify why this was so frustrating for him because as he was sharing it, he's just like, I just felt so not seen or his words were not heard. So when he shared that with me, I was like, I understand that. I understand this deeper because of my relationships and the work I've been doing. You most likely, as far as what I'm hearing from you now, is that you wanted to be asked about that promotion. You wanted to be celebrated, maybe even validated, a little bit of an ego boost in there. Like, hurrah, like you did it, right? Right. And he goes, yeah, like, I wanted that. I wanted to be seen. I wanted to, like, you know, talk about it. I wanted to share it because I've been working towards this for a while. And I wanted to share it with my mom. And I felt like it just kind of got passed on. And we started talking, you know, about her. And I light bulb. I tell you guys with off in my mind about this because in my mind, I was like, oh, my goodness. I've done this before. I've been mom before. <laughs> and I've been having enough conversations and with my degrees and like working on psychotherapy, I have really come to terms with what the problem is in this moment between two individuals, the polarity of it. And I told him, I was like, I I understand. That makes a lot of sense that you would want that, that especially from your mother, that you'd want that type of feeling, that type of being seen and heard and wanted and celebrated. And I told him, I was like, I'm not choosing sides or I'm not trying to defend anybody, but if you're interested, can I share why women do this? And this is when the conversation definitely turned to be a little bit deeper. So I'll give you like the high level, and then we'll go further. So the high level is two different things. When a male goes and shares something with a woman, she or he, sorry, she or he, however, identification works in this masculine pool to feminine pool is wanting to have that ego recognized, that hard work, because men love to provide, protect, and give provision when they're in their healthy masculine. And again, this operates in both the feminine and the masculine, like we have both within us. But in this particular case, a healthy masculine presence here is wanting to provide, protect, or give provision. And in this case, when he's sharing it with his mother, this is about both provision as well as providing because this is about a work promotion and he shares this with her women naturally are weaker slower smaller species like biologically i'm not talking about society right now i'm purely talking about biology and in that there's a bit of a power difference because Women being smaller genetically and physically and slower is hard for us. We're constantly in fear. We're constantly scared. And so we do two different things whenever a healthy masculine is in front of us. And it depends really on not like if you're a good person or if you're a bad person or if you care, if you don't care, if you love, if you don't love. It's more about just knowledge and understanding of this dynamic and how it works to be successful. And if you believe in polarity for successful relationships, then this is more the dynamic that comes at play. So women will do two different things here. We will try to relate and then we'll also try to balance. When we are relating and balancing Depending on the emotional intelligence, the relatability, the relationship itself, depending on spiritual work, uh, maybe modern, Western type of work as well with therapy. Depending on where you're at in your journey for both individuals will change the interaction. So to relate. The mother here was trying to relate to her son. I learned a little bit more about the relationship between the two of them uh, as far as it sounds like the mother and where his roots come from are very blue-collar, and he shared a little bit more about the dynamics of the family, and I'm out of respect, I won't go any further than that, versus what I witnessed from him as far as he seems very self-made and has worked his way from blue-collar to more of a white collar type of position in a big city and it's really hard for that relationship for someone to understand that part of that journey so i'm looking at it through the mother's eyes and that is her trying to relate to her son she cannot understand what it's like to be in this executive role for her son and she never will be able to she can only listen and hear it what she can relate to is in her own job you know getting a work review or having something come up that's the closest she can get as the feminine operates is we operate within this container that's presented within the masculine and that's as far as she can dance as far as giving you a metaphor for it she doesn't know anything outside of her own experiences and what's being presented in front of her so she's trying to relate now her son is not getting that part of the message because her son may not understand the polarity of a woman and their feminine energy therefore he just doesn't seem to be heard or feel seen or validated in that moment he sees her making it about herself and that's very frustrating and that is definitely something I'll put my hand to the sky and say that I have been there as well I have fell in that trap I fell in that trap recently trying to relate to somebody that I care about so with that I fully understood her side of it now going back to the second part as far as balance goes I shared with him, I was like, okay, this is like the dark part of the feminine. This is not the happy-go-lucky, but I'm going to show up on this podcast very straightforward, very vulnerable, and very matter-of-the-fact. And some people are going to disagree with me, and that's okay. I am not here to be right. I am here to understand. I will repeat that. I am not here to be right. That is not really important to me. I've only been on this planet for 29 years. (laughs) Being right doesn't matter because I know that there are 7 billion people on this planet. There are 7 billion different experiences of multi-generational thousands of years. Who am I to say that I'm right about anything? I'm an evolving creature. So... My core message, what I'm always trying to do and improve myself and my well-being, my knowledge, my ideology on this topic of polarity is to understand. And so what I share with you next is my best understanding of where I am in my current process. Okay. So going back to finishing up relate and moving into balance, women here are again scared most of the time we walk through life scared and because of that our most important value is to feel safe another way to say that is to feel seen but it's really relatable whenever you say safe and you think about the fact that as women we you know have to be very aware of our surroundings all the time we have to you know quote-unquote have the keys between our fingertips when we're walking at night at the like superstore we have to be very mindful of if we go out and we partake in any type of like drinking or if we are around a certain group of people like of being physically safe and also we are very concerned because we are very emotional creatures about you know giving our hearts away and can we trust the person that we're falling in love with can we feel safe around them are they going to take advantage of that and it really goes back down to our biology as being smaller weaker and shorter (laughs) Uh, smaller weaker slower. (laughs) Sorry, guys. It's still there. And I know there's exceptions to this as well. So please don't attack me on this one. I'm doing a very general blanket to make it understanding. As you take this knowledge, my goal for you is to not attack me on this knowledge. I don't want to fight anybody. I won't. Like, it's just not what I'm here to do. I'm here to try to share and express. But I understand that there's exceptions to that rule. Like I am a very tall woman myself, and I know that there's men that are slower and that women, you know, that are like lightning fast. Like I know there's exceptions to all these pieces, but in a very general blanket here, there is a power difference between the male genetic and the female genetic as far as strength, speed, and mobility. And because of that difference women feel very scared through life and we don't have a lot of tools or tactics to be able to make up for that power difference now this is where the dark feminine energy can really come into play and if you're not with the right woman or if you're not in a healthy space as a woman Like you can be a wonderful woman, you can be a good-hearted woman, you can be someone that cares and still fall into this very easily because it's biology, it is primal, and it is more about the evolution of being aware and moving forward in your knowledge that prevents you from falling in this trap, but they all do. And it's not something that needs to be attacked because just as much as a man cannot fix how tall he is or fix how strong he is or fix how fast he is in comparison to the woman they're not going to grow shorter they're not going to get slower they're not going to you know change those type of things that's their natural default right so we can get mad at them for their natural default we can't get mad at the fact that that makes us feel scared as women and the opposite side of that is women will use what we're good at and naturally default wise and default wise the woman is celebrated for her emotional intelligence and she's celebrated for her ability to register feelings and information in a sensory way that the male genetics simply cannot keep up with and this is very much something that you can look up in neurology I'm not making this up out of like spirituality. It is a very spiritual concept, but it is also rooted in a lot of Western medicine. And that's why I feel I'm such a great representation to share this because as someone that you know, identifies maybe as like a bridge walker or someone that has a foot in both Western medicine and Eastern medicine. I can really try to marry these concepts together whenever somebody's new to this or even a little bit skeptical or just like really not able to grasp it. I feel like I can actually meet them at their level and I work daily through coaching and through therapy and through obtaining my doctorate in psychotherapy to really be able to have whoever my client is in front of me relate to them where they're at to be able to share and help grow on their journey. So going back to the woman and the balance factor, this is a balance of power. In this balance of power, since there is a physical difference, the balance needs to be brought up and brought down through their natural tools of emotions and sensory processing and being able to see full on the situation as a like very high level and break it down into pieces. And that is a flow. That is a dance. And that is an art. So in this, the woman trying to relate does bring down that masculine energy. And it can be a little bit manipulative sometimes as well. And I know that that word has a very negative connotation, but for a moment, if you can take away the negative connotation of manipulation and just take it as a bending of information, this will really help to digest some of that maybe icky feelings for my male listeners that are coming up because nobody wants to be manipulated in the traditional connotation of it please for just a moment can we take that connotation and transfer it to the Webster Dictionary terminology of the bending of information of the changing of information and in this manipulation the woman trying to relate brings down the masculine Uh, you can identify this in the mother-daughter, or sorry, mother-son scenario that I was sharing with you, because the mother actually brought down the son when she related to him. And for her, it was about emotions. It was about how can I build this connection between what I understand and what he's going through or what he's achieved. And for him, it felt like you know, how can you compare that? How can you even bring that up in this moment? Like, you know, again, he's at this executive level and his mother is like comparing it to her job as like a job review. And it's very different. So that might have been a way of the mother also trying to feel worthy. And I have to take a pause there because that's very sad in a way if you're coming from the feminine point of view and you can leave the masculine for a moment because as women we do want to feel worthy we want to feel like we're enough and that right after safety is probably the most important thing as a feminine woman as a woman in general operating or if you're operating in your feminine energy is to feel like you're enough to feel like you're worthy and in this case I can very much feel or understand from the mother's point of view how she's trying to feel like she's enough for her son and that she's worthy for her son and that manipulation of Connecting his promotion at the executive level to her job review, her job brings down and manipulates the energy of the conversation in a negative way. In this case, you can manipulate energy to a positive way. If we're going back to the definition that I set us up for a couple of minutes ago, but in this type of way, it helped her feel like she was enough for her son to be able to relate to him in that regard. Now, as you can tell, like there's so much tension, even in my own body. And you might be feeling this as well. And you might be like air, like, why, why is it like this? Why do we have to go through this? Like, why can't we just understand each other and be seen and it, you know, be, it works out and we don't get in these fights and we don't get in these tense moments and it all just, you know, smooths over or as my mother would say. Everything comes out in the wash air. So here's the thing. And again, I'm going to say I'm not perfect at it. So I will always give you updates, maybe more podcast episodes about my place in this journey as I learn it. And if we have enough time, I might even share another personal experience from my side. So here's the thing the male energy had to be brought down in this conversation for the feminine to come up and a male energy and this is a responsibility of the masculine that isn't necessarily how you say fair in the sense of like this is just how the cards land like being born male identifying as male and then wanting to live a more masculine upfront this is how the cards go is it's a container or it's a holding space or to make it more western it's the building of a foundation for the relationship and this is a relationship with all women and um, in your life your sisters your aunts your cousins your girlfriends your wife everybody (laughs) that is operating in their feminine energy it could even be a brother or a father that is in his feminine energy let's say he's hurting from something it's the masculine energy of setting the foundation of setting a very safe platform to live on so okay (laughs) going a little bit back again i am going to bring up. I'm trying to do this so delicately. The foundation of the masculine energy that could have changed this scenario is the container of making the woman feel safe. That way she can really show up better for him. This comes in the form of the word no. And Women, we don't like to hear this word, but this word actually brings a lot of safety into a relationship. And I don't mean no in a controlling, in a evil or mean, or again, a way that makes a woman feel unsafe. Like that type of no leads to abuse. That type of no leads to gaslighting. That type of no leads to very toxic, very painful relationships. But I mean no as far as the setting of healthy boundaries in a container of this relationship that we're having together to be able to be like, no, we need to change the direction or change the tone or change where this conversation's going, change where this relationship is going. In this case, the container could have been reset. This man has a maybe 40-year relationship with his mother. So a container's been set at this point and the container has been moved. And that's important to also recognize is containers move. Like the male energy is constantly rebuilding and reconstructing and trying to make a better quote unquote house for the relationship. And that is healthy. That's supposed to happen. No is not supposed to be permanent. No is supposed to be firm right now. Let's gather more tools, information, experiences, and then no will change. That is very healthy. Now, there is some. Permanence to know as far as values and ethics, but no overall does change if he actually cares about the woman that he is with and is wanting to help grow and evolve the relationship. So, no in this particular conversation could have come in the form of, Hi, mom, you know, I got this job promotion and I'm super proud. I worked really, really hard for it. And You know, I just wanted to share it with you because I love you, I care about you, and I know that we've talked about this in the past, and X, (laughs) Y, Z. So that is the foundation, right, of that masculine energy being brought up. Now, the feminine, maybe not operating in the best, right, but operates to want to relate, which is very healthy, and then wants to balance it out, right? Because I want to be able to connect with my son right? And she returns with the review and she returns of like, this is what's going on in my work. And that could have been reframed by either of them. Either of them could have made a difference here. And if either of them would have recognized it, the conversation would have went better and a stronger relationship would have been built. So I'm going to give you both. I'm going to start with a masculine. I'm not going to say that either of these are better than the other and i'm not going to put blame on either person because i'm not here to be right the conversation is not about being right it's about understanding so we can show up better in the future so here we go from the masculine point of view in this conversation he could have listened to his mo- mother you know replied to him paused And said, "Hey, mom. That's great that you know that's coming up for you. I can see where you're trying to relate to me. Can I, for a moment, just like hold back my space and like this? Can I talk about this with you? And like, could you maybe ask me questions about you know how this came into be? Like, I'm not feeling seen, and I want to reset or go back." And talk about this. And the woman is going to respond positively a majority of the time if she's a healthy presence in your life. Again, she could be having a bad day. Or there could be other things that are affecting this conversation. Like, let's say you've been fighting for weeks or there's other tension or other emotions. Um, Holidays, for instance, can definitely, like, put people up in, like, a frazzle. Or even if you're just like talking on the phone and not in person, a huge amount of communication gets lost on the phone whenever you're not able to touch somebody or read their energy in person or, you know, really grasp body language as well. So much information gets lost on the phone. So all that aside, that reset is the boundary making of what I understand from the masculine energy. It's, I see what went wrong here. I'm leading in my masculine energy. The masculine energy is the leading force. So I'm going to lead through here, bring us back into the container. You can't see me, guys, but like I literally have my hand out as if I'm like reaching out and bringing it back to me. I'm resetting the container and I am in a gentle way because I register women naturally need to feel safe and this isn't necessarily always you know fair but this isn't about being fair or right this is about the relationship the connection so i'm going to gently tell my mom hey i want to reset this you know container reset this boundary reset this conversation bring it back into focus This is the information I wanted to share with you. This is the topic that I brought up. And from there, the healthy feminine or the woman that does care, the woman does love, in this case, it's his mom. So I know she loves him, is going to register that signal and she's going to react or respond to it. A reaction might be a little bit negative depending on what else is going on, but a response will be like, oh yeah, this is right, like, I, my son's telling me something, and I want to show up for my son, I want to make my son happy, I love my son, I want to nurture my son, I want to celebrate my son, I am going to, you know, like, definitely want to talk about this, let's, let's celebrate him, right, that sometimes, as a woman, it's not even about being negative, or not caring, or not loving, sometimes, as a woman, we just have so many things in our mind to process. And again, going back to our superpower of like sensory information collection, we have like 20 different things going on in our mind and focus is really hard for us. And I don't mean to say that in like a negative way, because it's actually a superpower to be able to go out there and process so much and be able to conquer or not conquer, that's very masculine, but like be able to create and be able to, you know, go collect all this information or all these tools or all of these things. And that's a superpower, but it can be hard for us to focus as a result on one particular thing, unless it is brought to our attention, which this is a total sidebar. But if you are with a woman, I read this in a book that was recommended to me called Understanding Women, and I loved it. Really resonated with me is if you really want a woman to focus, touch her. Like put your hand on her shoulder or, you know, like on her hand or either way, like, or lock eyes with her. That will get the full attention. That is something that gets lost on the phone. And that is something that gets lost in communication whenever you're not in person. But if you have something important to talk about or to share, if you simply just put your hand on a woman, you get her whole focus. So there's your cheat code of the podcast for this episode. So I, going back, resetting that type of conversation for him, she would have responded in a very loving, kind way. The negative response could have came out a little bit like, well, I was just trying to relate to you. And I Again, if you can take away the fact that it's how he felt in that moment, which, again, is not fair. We're not trying to be fair for a moment. We're just trying to understand. He would have been able to be like, okay, she's reacting in a way. This is not about the conversation that we're having right now. This is about something else. And identifying what that something else is together will be able to reset again that boundary, that container, because there's some hole in that container. There's some, you know, weak pillar that's been in that container. And it could be the holiday stress. It could be some other experience. It could honestly just be heartache. And what I mean by that is in relationships where there's been a lot of obstacles, that are external internal a lot of gross a lot of dark nights of the soul like there's a lot there and that's why those are the most beautiful relationships to have and we sign up for those <laughs> i believe through like soul contracts or we sign up for those whenever we're trying to grow in our like lives and that's why these are the most important conversations and experiences and relationships we have are the ones that get labeled as intense or passionate or toxic or You know, everyone has that relationship in their past that you're just like, that was so much energy, but they grew from it, right? And that person has like a really deep place in their heart for the rest of their lives. And if people can really start to grasp concepts like polarity and other really important concepts in psychotherapy, they'll be able to even take those type of relationships and really make beautiful creations out of them it could be a mother son that's had a horrible relationship for years or it could be an ex that you just truly love and you're trying to figure it out and it's difficult but like knowledge takes away suffering in Sanskrit, we call it evita and it's very yogic philosophy terminology to get more on the spiritual side but evita means ignorance and To be able to take away the suffering of something, you take away the ignorance of it, and that is knowledge. And that is what you're getting here today on the podcast, hopefully. And that is something that really improves relationships between the masculine and the feminine. So that's the masculine point of view on how he could have restructured or rebuilt the conversation from his side at that moment when he was starting to have those feelings come up. Now, separately, because there's two to tango, is the feminine. And the feminine energy over here, she could have operated one of two different ways to change this conversation. It was if she would have been, and I'm not saying she wasn't, I wasn't there, right? But if the woman in this scenario would have been in full focus with this knowledge, her response from the start would have been different now this is where i go back to even i find myself falling in this trap is we have a default as women and i can really speak from the woman's side of you versus the male side of you so if there is a man and his healthy masculine listening to this and wants to collaborate on another episode about this by all means please dm me air kramer on instagram or air at flyingwithair.com and we will set that up because I love talking about this. It's one of my favorite topics lately. So, but from a feminine point of view, even in a healthy relationship, something can come awry here if the focus isn't there. If you're talking on the phone rather than in person, if you aren't sitting down concentrating as a woman, your response can be so many different things. Her response was in relation, but her response could have been switching the topic completely. Or her response could have been, what would you like for dinner? Or, you know, did you call your Aunt Carol? Like, there's so many different responses there, right? If not in full focus. And none of them are necessarily negative. Like, you know, what do you want for dinner? What can I cook for you? Is not a negative response it's just not the response that's needed in this circumstance to make him feel seen and heard that's her response of like nurturing and caring and trying to provide meals for him so the focus could have been awry here and the knowledge could have been awry here if a woman is really starting to do this inner work and be able to identify where she's shortcoming she can actually respond better And let him shine for that moment and not try to relate to him and not fall into that trap of the power struggle balance. Because true relation in this circumstance doesn't involve the power balance. If he set the container to make her feel very safe and make her feel like she can dance and flow, then the power should already be in a very healthy place balance right she should feel safe her accountability here her focus here being aligned her response would have been better to be able to recognize and validate the masculine energy because that is something men deeply crave and i have talked to many men lately about this very vulnerable aspect of the male ego is men want to be seen and heard and loved they're constantly out there in the world conquering and building and you know that's exhausting as a woman we get exhausted doing it how many women do you know that are burnt out from work the male naturally, instinctively wants to go do this, but they, in return when they come home or they come to share information with their loved ones is that softness. That's what they crave from the woman is the softness. And in a healthy relationship in something where the container has been built very well and reframed we very well between two people, that softness can really come alive. And the woman's responsibility here, and she can do this too. She could be accountable here, even if the male is not operating very healthy. And the woman here could have paused and said, you know what? Even let's say this was a negative relationship between the mother and the son. I don't know it. Like, as far as I know, it's a happy family i don't know but i'm giving a very hypothetical so if you know he listens to this episode or his mother ever listens to this episode please from my heart this is not me projecting onto your relationship this is me trying to see it at all different types of like angles as if it's like under like a microscope to be able to see in different types of points of view but let's say that this was not a very traditionally happy mother-son relationship i could see if the mother not felt safe or loved or appreciated or nurtured all these things that really relate to making us feel good how she would show up in a way that you know is more of that power uh balance type of manipulation type of mode but she still could have operated out of a higher place higher choice and said hey My son, you know, maybe he talks down to me a lot or maybe he belittles me a lot or maybe he makes me feel like I'm not enough or I'm not seen or I'm not important or valued. But I can still pause for a moment because I love my son and I can tell he worked really hard for this. I can take away all of those icky feelings within myself and I can take a moment and just celebrate my son ask him about it celebrate it with him be there be soft that is still very much on the table as a woman and for the women listeners i have in the audience that are tensing up right now and they're like air i can't believe you said that like they don't deserve that like they don't deserve anything like they treated us terribly and like i get it like I'm not trying to like start arguments I get it like I see it I believe me I've been there girl I have been in conversations where I'm like this male has made me feel so awful about who I am and not worthy and not enough and like I have felt awful in those conversations and the last thing I want to do is be soft because I feel scared and not important Why would I want to be soft? Like, so I get that. I'm not trying to take away from the feelings. The feelings aren't there. I'm trying to give us a different way of living that brings us more into connection and less into uh, conflict. So the woman operating in that, even with the icky feelings, even with the past, could have still paused, celebrated, recognized, and helped him feel seen. So that's how she could have showed up differently. Relationships are hard, guys. Women. I used guys in a very open umbrella term just now, but everyone. Relationships are hard. We naturally, for the whole universe, is entropy-focused, chaos-focused. It takes work to maintain relationships. But the best relationships we have do require us putting in the work to build them from the masculine and nurture them from the feminine. And those traits are within each of us and they come together for the relationship. So you actually have two masculine in the relationship and two feminine in the relationship building this connection or destroying the connection. And every interaction and every choice to keep going is working towards them. Now, you can have a lot of conflict in a relationship, especially whenever, you know, you're dating and you, you know, have your different life experiences or if you're dating older or if you, you know, are new to a job and, you know, he has his ways of doing things and you have your ways of doing things. Like, there's a lot of different circumstances that can Really challenge relationships, but it's the active choice of day in and day out. Can we build this together? Can we nurture this together and create this together? And sometimes, you know, people quit and they detach and they let go. And then others, you know, revisit and they refocus. And sometimes it takes time. a lot of emotions especially with personality differences so there's a lot to this work what i'm trying to share and like my final thoughts and i'm sorry guys i don't have time to bring up a personal experience about polarity in this episode but if you are really interested like message me or comment in the show notes and i'll create something different for that one or maybe even bring on a guest to be able to talk about this so But in relationships here, the work, which isn't always quotes because it's like very abstract terminology, the work. It's not easy. If anyone's ever told you in relationships that it's just going to be easy, I think they fell for the like razzle dazzle of relationships, the Disney of relationships. Because in reality, there is a 50% divorce rate in the United States. Like, and it's only increasing. And then the opposite side of if there's not divorce, women are simply not getting married. Males are simply not getting married anymore, or they're getting married very late in life, or they're choosing different types of, like, relationship styles as far as, like, um, they're giving themselves ways out to make it easier. Now, the work or true genuine relationships that are worthwhile for our lifetimes are going to have conflict. And especially if it's later on in life, there's going to be way more conflict in the beginning to smooth things out. And that's where compromise and love and patience and time really have to like take fold. I, this is like a separate little snippet, but I was talking to a girlfriend of mine and she's very happily married. She's been married for about seven years. She's my age. So she's been married a while. She got married in her early 20s and she was sharing with me that the first year that she was married or met her husband, sorry, not married to him, but met her husband, like they fought a lot. And there was a lot of like trying to come together and they had very different backgrounds and very different like life experiences and family dynamics so like there was a lot of fighting in there but she like shared with me that after that year their relationship just became this beautiful flow and watching the two of them because I am friends with both the husband and the wife watching them together is like a dance like in the kitchen watching them is like literally a flow like one gets the spoon and another one gets the bowl and this one got the rolls and this one got the water and it's just beautiful to watch that and that is something I definitely that's my goal that's my vision that's where I'm going is that flow of love in a relationship so her sharing with uh, with me gave me a lot of hope and I hope that that in return gives you guys hope as I share it to you all if you are in a relationship that is strained currently between the masculine and the feminine, whether it is mother and son or husband and wife, or maybe it's, you know, brother and sister, I want to give you hope in the moment of knowledge is going to set you free. Learning is going to set you free. It's going to remove that suffering. I'm not saying that every single relationship will work out. You have free will. You have choice. And that should be respected and honored. And you know what is good for you and what is bad for you in a higher place. And you also know how to listen to your heart. And your heart will tell you if this person genuinely loves you. If this person genuinely is trying to improve this relationship is trying to nurture it is trying to connect even amongst all the conflict they're trying to connect that person is someone worthy of having in your life even if it's painful in the short term in the long term is successful this really connects well with like family as well like brother sister dynamics is there are some brothers and sisters out there and I'm a sister of two brothers and a sister-in-law now, so I can relate to the fact that there's been points in my life with um, one of my brothers that we haven't been really close because we didn't put in the work. We didn't make each other feel seen or heard and that like, put a lot of distance within our relationship. It wasn't until we both started really recognizing what each other needed and came together that we were able to renew and really have the most beautiful relationship together. And now I get to be a proud aunt as a result too. So like, I want to give you hope as like my last part of this message of if you just went through the holidays and you're struggling with this concept and you're not feeling heard, you're not feeling seen, or your conflict isn't awry with your relationships, that it's a new year. It's a new time. It's a new focus. And I believe in you all. Today you showed up. You did the work. You made it to the end of the podcast. And I am so proud of you. Wherever you are in your journey, I want to say thank you for healing with me today and growing with me.